everybody, and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. I am Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors. Because, well, I notice that people who are consistently successful in their lives apply those four principles into their lives on a regular basis. And uh, I just really enjoy sharing that with you. So this is the first Tinkering Tuesday uh, here after the 200th episode of the podcast, which was this last Saturday. And I'm really excited for this new structure, being able to bring it to you guys. And uh, here on this Tuesday, I'm going to talk to you about a very, very important product to most of you archery folk out there, uh, if not every single one of you. It involves your arrows, and it's something that I've been messing around with for the last, it'll be a year, year and a half now uh, since these veins came out. And uh, and I'm really excited to talk to you about these fletchings or veins, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they're called the DCA Custom Veins, the Super Sabers. And I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about them because they are very different. Uh, they have a very different design. They were last year. I had some really good pros to them. And there was just a couple of things that kept me from using them during hunting season. I went back to my go-to good old trusty uh, boning heats. And this year, I'm going to be running the DCA custom veins, the Super Savers, the 2.0 edition. So I'm going to kind of give you a breakdown here of the difference between the 1.0, the 2.0, things that I've noticed, and uh, what you can get from it. Uh, and and basically, what just what I've noticed here with, with the Aeroflight, um, with broadheads, without broadheads, how they group, etc. cetera. Uh, but before we get into that, guys, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I really do appreciate you coming to these gear reviews. Uh, leave a subscribe and a like on this video. I really appreciate you subscribing. We're approaching a thousand. Once we hit a thousand YouTube subscribers, there will be a giveaway. Of course, I want to give back to you guys uh, for, for the growth that has happened here over just the last couple months. And uh, also leave a comment. I would like to know your opinion on these Super Sabers. Uh, if you've seen them, if you've used them, what your experience was with maybe the 1.0s, if you've tried the 2.0s, etc. I'd like to know down below. Let me know what you think. If you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, also leave a follow wherever you're listening and please leave a review. It helps more than you know. Okay, let's get into this, guys. So as you all know, uh, if you haven't, go back to uh, look at the arrow vein or the arrow choice that I have for this year for 2023. It's going to be the Victory Rip TKOs. So I'm going to go with the Rip TKOs this year. Uh, I just really enjoy tinkering. I enjoy messing around with different components, figuring out and dialing things in. And the Rip TKOs are just fantastic. They're durable. They're super lightweight for, for the arrow that they are. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to be uh, shooting these this year. So we'll start here at the back, guys. Actually, I'm going to show you guys the 1.0s. So the 1.0s were they came out last year uh kyle is a oh man i'm gonna mess the title up i want to say fluid dynamics engineer but he long story short he's super smart <laughs> he knows what he's doing uh or computational fluid something along those lines guys he's got his own basically wind tunnel that he uses uh that he tests these out with so 
with the 1.0s, okay, these were the 1.0s. And they were, uh, they're, they're a very interesting vein if you haven't seen them yet. I mean, they were modeled basically after an F, either F-16 or F-22 wing. Uh, and he did it that way because there's a lot of, if, you, if you've ever shot different veins, you either kind of have to choose between noise or steering when it comes to broadheads. And, uh, for example, there's the Max Hunters out there uh, from AAE that steer really well. They're kind of a taller vein, but they're super loud. And then you have other veins that are really low that don't steer necessarily as well, but they're super quiet. So what he's done here is he's, he's come up with this design that will incorporate a little bit of both to where you get less of a steep here, which causes the, the noise. Um, and then you get that height with the, with the, the vein here, um, that will allow you to get the steering that you want with a fixed blade broadhead, or if you choose to shoot mechanicals, uh, which I'll be doing a little bit of both this year. And with these 1.0s, uh, there, there were two main things that I noticed out at distance past 70 yards. I noticed I was getting some drag. Now I put a pretty steep helical on this guys. If, if you can see that there in the camera, I put a pretty steep helical on these. I use the AZ, the Arizona easy fletch, uh, three mini jig, uh, that puts a true helical. So somewhere between a five and a six degree helical, which is pretty steep of a helical. Uh, what Kyle, the owner of DCA customs does is he recommends a two and a half degree helical for his veins. So I wasn't necessarily following the instructions, but I noticed they steered the best and they were super quiet. They were just as quiet as my boning heats downrange, did a little redneck uh, test and stood downrange while my buddy was shooting his arrows. And, uh, and that's what I noticed was that they were just as quiet, if not even more quiet than, than my current vein that I was using at the time. So I noticed that after about 70 yards, it was kind of parachuting and dragging and I was getting a big drop off with my arrows compared to my boning heat. So that was one thing for me. It wasn't left or right. It was just up and down. I was getting about a, I think when I shot the bison at tack, it was a foot and a half to two foot drop compared to my boning heats. And that was that, I want to say it was 110, 120 yards. Obviously I'm not going to be shooting an animal out there, but I wanted my sight tape to line up so that I could go shoot tack. And then of course, rely on these to shoot an animal. Well, the other thing too, guys, if you notice here is I put an excessive amount of glue on and prepped it the way that he wanted to. And you can kind of even hear it here. I'm just putting a little bit of pressure and it's peeling up on me. See if you can see that or not. You see that it's peeling. Okay. This too happened. So that just completely come off. So what I was noticing in, in here too on this other vein. So what I was noticing was that even if I prepped them, I used the alcohol wipe, I, you know, rubbed acetone on it, um, made sure it was super clean and used the glue that he recommended. Uh, that part, I did follow the instructions. It still was not sticking properly. Now, again, I wasn't using the Bitsenberg. I was using that Arizona Easy Fletch, but I, I didn't have any issues with any other veins with the uh, AAE Max Stealth, with the Boning Heats. 
with the AAE Hybrid 26s. None of those had issues, and this one did. So I lost a couple of arrows because the the fletching would fly off and then it would you know deviate, etc. Um, and so because of those two reasons, I couldn't trust hunting with them. Now I love the design. I love how quiet it is. I loved how how well they steered. Um, and then of course you can see, maybe you can, maybe you can't, but right there, you can kind of see there's some bending happening. So that was the other thing too, is that if it was laid on something or sat in something for any amount of time, it would bend and then stay bent. Uh, so it was pretty interesting material. Again, I love the design. I love the look of it and everything. I just couldn't trust them on my hunting arrows. So this year, what did I do? Well, I'm going back to tinkering and decided to get some of the 2.0s. So these are the 2.0s. And you can see I've put just as steep of a helical on these because I want to see if these fly any different. So that's that Arizona Easy Fletch. These are not peeling up and I'm using the same procedure, if not even less, I don't prep even as much as I did with the 1.0s. And I can bend these and, and they won't rip off. I'm putting some pressure there, trying to rip them off here and they won't come off. So that's a good indicator for me. I really, really appreciate that. Also, the materials that are used here, I mean, they it rebounds super easily. And of course, gotta love the colors. He's got so many different color options now. Um, so I'm really excited to mess around with these. These are gonna be in that true, hel true helical, five to six degree helical. And then I have a couple set up. Let's see if I can find the one or two I've got here that are not in the crazy helical. See, that's the helical. Sorry guys, trying to juggle all these arrows and talk to you at the same time here. Not a good move on my end. All right, so now that is more of that two and a half degree helical that he recommends. So I've got them fletched up in both of the configurations. I've got the two and a half degree and I have the full five to six degree helical, whatever it ends up measuring out at. I'm going to test both and follow up with you guys on those. What I'm seeing from the get-go, and I've shot out to 80 yards, is I'm not noticing a difference in drop from between those and the other veins that I was testing, uh, which are the AE hybrids, uh, which I really like as well. And I, I didn't notice a difference in drop at 80 yards. So maybe that might change when I get out to 100. I didn't have a chance to stretch out to 100 quite yet, uh, but I will and I'll follow up and let you guys know. But basically, I'm, I'm really excited about these because they're sticking like veins should. They're not coming off. I put some really buried deep into the target and they didn't peel off. Uh, and they're, they're rebounding again, they'll, they'll bend over and rebound the way that their, their veins are. I think the veins are supposed to, I don't want them so stiff that they bend over and then they get a crease in them. So I'm really excited about these DCA veins guys. Again, that design is super unique. It's got that low right here and then it sweeps up. And it's just, they're super quiet. They're great with steering. And just to kind of walk you through the rest of my build here, guys, on my arrows. So we've got the RIP TKOs. 
And then here on the front is something else I'm messing around with. So those are the half out, titanium half outs from uh, MFJJ, uh, podiumarcher.com. They're super clean. They match flush with the arrow. Let's see if I can show you that there. There's no bump up or down. Um, I've put these through foam targets, bag targets, and they haven't pulled out. You know, I, I cut my arrows, uh, stuck a Q-tip down the arrow with some acetone to get all that extra carbon off, um, put some glue on it, and stuck it down, and then put it down um, into the shaft uh, and, and pushed it, made sure it was... It, it, ended up being flush with the arrow. When I do that, and maybe I'll walk you guys through an arrow build, um, get a camera on that or something so I can show you guys. But basically I'll take the knockout completely when I'm putting the insert in. And why do I do that? Because you don't want to have any air bubbles. Not that I've ever had one happen before, but it's just a precaution that I take is I'll pop this out so that as I push on this end of the arrow, I push the insert in, the air goes out completely. And then once this is dry, I'll put the knock back in. These field tips as well, are they match up flush. These are 125 grain field tips. They match up flush with those half outs, which is awesome. Uh, and then, so I'm messing around with those half outs versus the ones that come from Victory, which are these. So the Victory ones, these are 50 grains as well. These are aluminum. They have a little rod that goes down about this far into the arrow. And then the arrow goes up to about where that bump is. So they've got it's got a little protection there. I've never had an issue with these bending on me. But I am interested in, in testing those out versus, versus those. So we'll see how that goes. And I will follow up with you guys on that as well. But I'm thinking that that's going to be my build. This whole arrow, even with a 250 spine, which I'm going 250 because of the the bow that I'm shooting. Even with a 250 spine, I'm still at uh, it's like 446 or 445. So just right there, the 450 grain mark uh, on my arrow. So I'm super excited about that. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any other questions about my arrow build, also leave a comment down below. If you want me to do a video on arrow builds that I do, I've got some more of these half outs coming. Um, and I've got another dozen arrows to build out. So I'd love to, to do a, a video on that with you guys. Uh, if not, then that's cool too. But uh, whatever questions you have of the DCA custom veins, I'm really excited to shoot these this year and see how they go out at distance and to uh, see how they guide a broadhead into some animals. So, yeah, you guys have any questions, let me know. I really appreciate you tuning in here. Uh, again, subscribe if you liked this. Like the video, share it. I'd really appreciate that. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, follow wherever you're listening to the podcast. Leave a review. It's free. It takes no time, and it really helps as well. So appreciate all you guys listening. Thank you so much for everything. Uh, if you are interested in any of the gear that I mentioned here, um, I'll leave a list down below as well as any discounts for any gear that I use on a regular basis. Uh, definitely check that out as well. Outside of that, guys, hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And of course, get out, live your life, and love it. <laughs>